0: Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at The It's Possible Guy. Now, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you, this isn't really so much a podcast about dating as it is about how to enjoy your single life. And, you know, a lot of people listen to this podcast that aren't even, that don't even happen to be single. So it, it's just about how to find happiness no matter where you're at. And so today is episode 140, and it's entitled, Believe that Everything is Conspiring for Your Good. Now, there are some people in the world that have a bit of paranoia, that almost believe that everything is conspiring against them. Every, Every tiny conversation that is ever happening near them or around them, they think that everybody is talking about them. And they think that everybody hates them and they think that, you know, insert whatever here, especially sometimes in the singles world, you know, we can really feel that way. Especially if you're in a new place that you're unfamiliar, uncomfortable with some of the people like, you know, those are natural thoughts. Well, that kind of come to us at times, but there's another word and it's called, I just barely looked this up. So I've never heard of this word before. But it's called pro-noia. And pro-noia this got, describes a, a person experiencing pro-noia, pro-noia believes that the world around them conspires to do them good. Do, where do you fall? Like, Do you believe that everything, even God and everybody around you, is conspiring to do you good? How do you believe that everyone around you is conspiring to do you harm? Why does this matter? Because the way you see the world is what you're going to see. This morning, I've been listening to a book by a guy named Wallace D. Waddles. You can listen to this book on YouTube for free. It's been around almost as long as Think and Grow Rich, or maybe longer, but right around the same time period. Why does it matter? Because a lot of we ex- what we experience in this life is based on our faith. If I, if I don't believe that a girl is going to say yes to me, I may not even ask her. Yeah, I remember you know, hearing something or talking to someone where they said something along the lines of, a lot of the prettiest girls don't get asked out as much because the guys are afraid of getting rejected if you're not afraid of getting rejected in life and if you're willing to go forward, I I believe truly that heavenly father wants what's best for us. Now, every single moment of my life, it's not like I, I I super, super believe that and think, Oh my goodness, this is, you know, I I can't imagine what he's going to do today. But I really do believe that God is doing that. You know, there's a there's a scripture and it says, Lord, I believe, help help thou my unbelief. We believe to some extent, we just don't necessarily realize and know that he's as powerful as he is. We we think to ourselves, why in the world would God want to help me? I've messed up, I've made a lot of poor decisions, and why would he ever want to help me? The answer to that is because he's your father. And he loves you more than you could ever begin to imagine. When we start to play in this world of what's possible, that's all that I'm about. I'm about helping people see what's possible in their life that they haven't even really thought of before. Because they haven't given themselves that time. They haven't given themselves that opportunity. They're just barely trying to survive. And you might be sitting there and say, Joseph, that's good and wonderful and all. I'm just trying to survive. And guys, I've been there. And I'm there plenty of days. When I start filling my life up with good things... It's like, I, you know, I happen to have just, I don't know, kind of not done, you know, it's summer and I just haven't done that much in the past week or two. Well, especially the two, because I was on vacation, but, you know, even in the past week, you know, there's that, but there, there's something about it of just throwing good stuff in our lives. You know, if you put a little bit of food coloring in water, it changes it. Maybe even if we just put a little bit of magic, a little bit of faith in our lives, it'll change it. I know what it's like, and I really do mean this to be so caught up in all the thinking that goes through my head that I don't even take the next step forward. I know what that's like. I, I experience that on a very regular basis, guys. I, I'll share with you something cool that happened at church on Sunday, so I was kind of checked out. For whatever reason, I don't entirely remember why I was checked out for most of the day. But I was. I, I was a little bit checked out and I was just kind of there. And all of a sudden, this picture came to my mind. Because one of the things that I struggle with is picking the next thing to do. I've got so many different projects I'm involved in or desire to create in my life that sometimes the hardest thing is picking the one. And what came to my mind is like this three by three grid where I put my nine main goals that I'm working towards. And I actually made them a part of my vision board. So when I turn on my computer, it's there. And so I have all those main goals listed out. Be this way, make this much a month, publish my book, get this podcast to 100,000 downloads. You guys can help with that one by sharing it with your friends. And I appreciate all you guys that do. I've had, had some really cool things happen with that. Even hearing stories. Like, why do I have this grid? Because my mind goes like crazy between the habitual thought and the crazy leprechaun thinking and just distractions in general. My mind spins. You know, it's kind of like that person that gets on a merry-go-round or worse, one of those state fair rides that just go in circles and you get off and you have no idea where you're at. Plenty of times I feel like that. You know, I get so wrapped up in fighting the crazy leprechaun thinking, the adversary, but I just don't do anything. But there's another quote, though, that's been on my mind. And it's by Henry David Thoreau, and it says, if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. And I actually put that quote on, on my vision board as well. Why? Because I want that reminder that every single day. I want to be advancing towards my goals. I want to be advancing towards the things. In my life that I desire. I think for so many of us. Myself definitely included. Like. We just kind of want. We, we we don't we've been through so much in our lives so many challenges so many things that we don't believe that the world is conspiring to do us good we believe the opposite i know some of you guys have had a very very hard lives i know Some of the listeners that have actually spoken to me have shared, you know, experiences of infidelity that their spouse did and horrible, horrible things that, you know, were done in the marriage and after the marriage. And I know there's other people out there that just long, like, for everything in the world to be with the person of their dreams. And after a while of getting kicked, especially when you get kicked when you're down, you kind of stop wanting to get up. You stop wanting to try. And so you stop trying. You you can't imagine the life, the amazing vision of life that God has in store for you and your best self much less imagine why anyone would want to be with you or how any of your work is going to work out or how anything is going to work out. Guys, plenty of times I'm right there with you. You know, it's, it's interesting You know, I think sometimes when we don't feel that we've had these, you know, that God's kind of just been there doing good for us behind the scenes the entire time. When anything even close to good comes up, we almost immediately want to grab for it. You know, I had an experience just yesterday. So I've, for years, I have wanted to move into a casita you have your own little space away from everybody, but you also don't have to take care of anything on the property. And so for years I've wanted this. Well, it just so happened I was on Facebook yesterday and a friend posted, Hey, we've got this Casita and I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is so cool. And, you know, and I'd already seen a few people that had, you know, written, they were interested on the post beforehand. I was like, ah, you know, maybe I missed it. And so I, I, simply asked and I said, Hey, can I see some pictures? Can you tell me the details, you know, how much, etc." And they sent me the pictures and I was like, that isn't no, <laughs> that is not my cup of tea. But then something in the back of your mind's like, Oh, I, I gotta go check it out. What if this is what God intends for me? I mean, just to give you guys an idea, everybody has their own, their own style. But this house was it was like 1950s-ish, like green wallpaper everywhere. Um and for some people, hey, that might be their cup of tea. I mean and and so but I just, you know, kind of stare you look at it and you're like, oh, I just need to go I, I just I just need to go look at it. What you know, what if this is what God intends for me and it'll work it'll, it'll work for now till I find something even better? And so I go over and I walk in and just was like, uh, no. (laughs) And the more you walk through, the more you were like, just no, I mean, there were no, there were hardly any windows. Like it just was not, it was not really my cup of tea, you know? and, And then you, and then I stood there for a moment, kind of in my head, knowing there were other people that wanted this or like. Cause casitas, especially where I live, are quite hard to find. Maybe you start saying they're super easy to find. But I was looking and I was looking and I was standing there and I was kind of just, you know, kind of basically killing time so I could have some time to process it in my head. And for whatever reason, like it just it didn't, it didn't feel like, oh, this is it but you kind of talk yourself into it a little bit more, a little bit more. And literally there was like one decent size window in the entire casita. It was built on the back of a house. And so it wasn't standalone. It wasn't what I wanted, but deep, but in the back of my head, I'm still thinking, ah, is this what God wants for me? Is this where he wants me to be to, you know, kind of take that next step. And it was just like, you know, and 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 I fortunately I had I had planned an appointment that I had to get back for, so I simply just asked him something I'd heard probably the night before or something on a show or something like that that I just asked, hey, can I have can I have till tonight to have first right of refusal, <laughs> which according to my minimal understanding, oh, it was a book I was reading the morning before or something. Like that, I could have first first ride of refusal. That I would be able to, you know, that essentially they had to ask me. Um, up until that night, you know, they they essentially had to wait for me to make my decision before they could offer it to anybody else. And so I, I had that first ride of refusal, and I went, and unfortunately, I, I went, and uh, we were we were visiting some some pe- some friends with another friend of mine. And I was just kind of there, and that was what was in my head. It's like, oh, what if this is what God wants for me? If you're saying the question, what is, is this what God wants for me? Usually the answer is a no. But when we've lived in whatever situation we've lived in, it's like, oh my goodness, this is it. There's, there's not going to be another like it. I just have to settle. And we do this in dating, too. It's like nothing's worked and all of a sudden somebody half decent comes along and we're like, yes, yes, yes. Now, if it's what God wants, you'll know. You really will know. So you don't have to worry about that. But, you know, as the night kind of wore on, I just allowed myself to just kind of be with that question. And and, and the more I talked to my friend that I was with and the more it was just kind of mold over in my head, I was like, No, (laughs) the answer is no, I do not want to live there. No, I'm sure for some person that might be a wonderful, wonderful, amazing place. And that's because God probably prepared that place for them and not me. I'm I'm sure there's somebody out there that loves that like 1940s or 1970s theme with literally green wallpaper everywhere. But it wasn't for me. And, And I think sometimes guys... We, we don't say, you know what, God, I believe that everything is for my good. And so I just got to settle with this. When you rush your decisions, and I was listening to that in, in that book by Wallace D. Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich, this morning, it kind of said stuff along those lines. And I was really impressed because I talk a lot about like, guys, don't make urgent decisions. Did you notice, you notice how I did that? I Even in the house, instead of saying, hey, I want it, which I almost said, not because I wanted it, but because I didn't want to miss an opportunity that maybe was for me. People talk about when they, when they move into a house or when they first enter a house, some people talk about how they first entered and it was just, oh, this is it. This house was nothing like I wanted. Nothing. I mean, it was, yeah, just, it might, it'll be great for whoever moves in there, but for me, it was not a place of abundance. It was not a place of joy. It was not like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. I think the more we allow our lives to be like that, that feeling of, wow, this is, this is amazing. I'm so grateful to get to live here. Now, some people might say, that's not being very grateful, Joseph. What if God did want that for you? If, if God wanted it for me, he would have he, he told me when I walked in the house. Or he would have told me afterwards. You know, And plenty of times I do go to the temple and pray about decisions. This one, I didn't need to. I just kind of simply knew the answer was no. And I prayed, a bit, I prayed that the answer was no. And, and God's like, yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> you don't want that. That is not for you. But so often we do, we settle. And you know what that does? If I had said yes, at the very least, I would have been in, If especially if they couldn't get anyone else that wanted it. If I would have given my word, I, I would have been there. You never have to make a rush decision. I mean, kind of by a, a similar form. Um, the other day, my dad just kind of called me up. He's like, hey, Costco's got iPads on sale. You know, and we'll, uh, for your birthday, we'll give, we'll give you X amount of dollars towards an iPad. And, you know, you essentially pay the rest, whichever one you want. Now, I've never had an iPad. I actually, not a big fan of Apple, but I, I also have had plenty of other tablets. Most of them by the other the other popular brand out there. That, uh and Android ones, and they've been awful I mean they have just been they're slow they're just not very good at all well i'm I'm sitting there and like i i actually i I had just left the temple, and so I head to i'm I'm driving down the road, and it's like, why don't you just go hit up Costco right now okay, so immediately as I start going to Costco, I start having you know some of those thoughts go through my head, sometimes it's hard to notice those thoughts that are different from that like feeling of no you know that great misty darkness which I which I talk about of just that cloudy confusion you know that and I just decided you know what I'm close enough to Costco anyways I'm just going to go and I went and I went and I talked to the guy and I I I looked at some of the the iPads they had there and 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 I even just said like a quiet prayer in that moment like heavenly father this is I don't have tons and tons and tons of money. Like, is this a good choice for me, basically? And I, and I felt, yeah, this is a great choice, Joseph. And I, and I really did feel that. And I actually walked around the whole store for a few minutes before I went back and made the purchase. Well, yeah, one of those things I, I think is going to be really good, but I really do, I think so often because. We don't believe that He has such amazing things in store for us that we're willing to settle for so much less. You know, and it's not like Heavenly Father is upset or frustrated at us because we're not, we're not getting it quick enough. It's not that at all. It's just He has such a wonderful life in store for us and He wants us to live that life the one that we're going to be the happiest in, the one that we're going to be the most productive in, the one that's going to help us to grow the most. Heavenly Father knows you better than you know yourself. And sadly, so does the adversary. And so it can be so confusing sometimes. But what if you truly could believe That Heavenly Father wants to give you the greatest of all things. Now, I know some people say you know, only the spiritual things matter. And, and, I, and, and if, if you had to choose, I would. I would say, you know, keep the spiritual things instead of the other. But we don't have to choose. A loving Heavenly Father has blessed your life so much that the, the closer we draw to Him, the more we listen to the promptings and the wisdom that comes from the Spirit, the quicker we move down that road. (laughs) There's a a picture that I have on my vision board that I'm looking at. And it's that of Christ holding a little boy's child that looks so similar to to me as a child. You know what the little boy's doing? He's looking over at the Squirrel! (laughs) Squirrel! And he's just looking over at the squirrel. I don't know if he's distracted. I don't know if he's just loving the moment. But you can see in the picture that the Savior's not grabbing his hand and dragging him away. The Savior is letting him be in the moment. Heavenly Father will lead and guide you as quickly as you allow him to. Now, is it always easy when we do the things that the Lord is guiding and directing us to do? Or are we going to get the, you know, the zillion followers or whatever? It's not easy, guys. It's simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Actually, the times that I start doing the things, start making the changes in my life, start doing things better, are the times I feel an increase of darkness. You know, and, and that, that even happened somewhat recently until there was one night it was almost like, you know, at least for that night, Heavenly Father's like, okay, leave him alone. Leave, leave, leave him alone for now. He's, he's had enough. The Lord will never allow you to go through things that are hard, harder than you can take because we grow into things as we go. So, how do we start believing that everything in this world is for our good? I think the first thing is to, to start noticing. To start noticing and paying attention and seeing, okay, how did the Lord bless my life today? I, I got to share another cool story. I actually, so in our faith, we have these missionaries and they go and they go to foreign lands or local lands and they. They spend all of their time and efforts bearing testimony of Jesus Christ. And I did this in Brazil for two years. And then I did this on a special like performing mission for another three or four months. For a, a place called Nauvoo, you go perform for the summer, but you're still a missionary. And it's interesting because I have seen an abundance of blessings in my life. When I take, like, we, we as, as church members, we provide them dinners so that they don't have to worry about making their own dinner, you know. And so I happen to take two of these sister missionaries, so two of the female sister missionaries to a restaurant. Now, I, I really do believe, like, the Lord blesses us, our lives abundantly for doing this, like, you know, in, in every way. But it was amazing because as we sat there, the missionary shared things with me that were so profound and so powerful to me. So much so that I'm not going to share them. They are representatives of Jesus Christ. And that that was the greatest thing i think that that happened that day when when you imagine that everybody is there around you to bless your life and by the same way you're there to bless their lives that doesn't always mean having to say the right thing or do the right thing it just it might even mean a smile it might even mean a hi You know, as we're having this conversation, I just want to preface again, this is an exploration. All these podcasts, most of them are explorations. It's exploring a topic with you guys and seeing what I see new about it, and hopefully it's helpful for you guys as well. I am not at a place in my life where I see every little thing as a blessing. I'm at a place where I I tend to spend more time dancing and fighting with the adversary, and the crazy leprechaun thinking Then you could begin to imagine. I'm in a place that's, you know, trying to just take the next step forward when sometimes, you know, it feels like there's all that noise. But I'm trying. It's like this morning I just spent... You know, just by listening to that book and putting good stuff in. I mean, plenty of mornings, like I, I'll usually go out and lay out in the sun in the morning for just a little bit before, before the rays get too harsh. And that's been amazing for my mood, for my life, for everything. But this morning, instead of just laying in quiet, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to listen to a book. And I just pulled it up. And now, like, I haven't done hardly anything today, and it's nearly noon, without listening to something in the background. Whether it was straightening up, whether it was cleaning the house, whether it was whatever. I mean, when we notice the promptings, when we notice that inner wisdoms, the Spirit speaking to us, listen. Hey, try this, Joseph. And it's just an experiment. I think we treat our lives not as an experiment, but just as like, oh, I have to do this because of this. I think one of the other ways that grows us and helps us to believe more is seeing other people's lives around us. It's like I I happen to be part of this this particular program called Insight Timer. And I've recorded a few free audios for it. It's uh, this, this app that tons and tons of people go to. But I've recorded these few audios for it, but I haven't done that much with it. But one of my accountability, my, my accountability partner, essentially, or cheerleader, whatever you want to call her, um, she shared with me how just the other day she had tons of people on one of her calls. And what that did for me is it increased my faith Oh, wow. Well, if she can do it, I can do it. You know, if she can get that many people to her to her live event, then I can too. And so you can look to other people's stories to increase your possibilities, increase the possibilities which you see in your life. You know, the image that's coming to me right now, a, a few years back, I was in London. And they have a they have a pretty awesome underground transit system. Called the tube. And it's interesting, like if you can just walk and you can get anywhere in London, between the tube and between I never actually took taxis in London, but like between taxis and even the buses. If you just walked forward, I guess a like, you'll get wherever you want to be. Like, that's how it's set up. What if we can imagine our, our lives set up kind of like London? I guess, I guess it, it lands for any big city. That's the only place I've really done much with uh, subways and stuff. But if you could imagine your whole life having this underground network of tunnels, guiding you exactly where you need to be, and all you have to do is move your feet. That's pretty cool. I like that. There's also this old show called Mr. Magoo. And it's this old blind man that just keeps w- taking steps in life, taking steps, taking steps. And it doesn't matter whether he, like he's kind of, like I said, he's kind of hard of seeing. And so everything he sees, he sees like what he wants to basically. So he can randomly walk into an airport, randomly walk on top of an air airplane. And somehow Be able to survive. He just keeps walking, 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 and walking. That's probably the best example of believing that everything is conspiring for your good. And I would say also just be awake. Be awake. What does that mean? Don't go on autopilot. Allow yourself to take moments like I've started to, I've tried to do this many days before, but I've really today spent time tracking what my time is spent doing. Like, track what you're doing. Are you spending time doing the things that you want to? am Am I spending time working towards each of these goals? Actually, I just had a really cool idea that I just, something just makes sense in my head now. With my tracking sheet, I actually have I might make this available for you guys. If anyone wants it, message me on Instagram and that'll decide whether I feel like putting it up and making it available to people. But it's just a time tracking sheet where I can put all of my activities and I can actually track fairly easily how much time is being spent in each of those activities. Yeah, I, I know some people might be like, wow, that's, that's a lot of work. When the, once the once the tracker thing was done, it's not. It's just remembering to go in and put it in, but like, because what that's going to show me is how many hours, how many hours am I spending in each of these things that I want to do? How many, like, if you consider those, those, uh, like every minute a brick and you're building a house, well, 10,000 hours is, you know, you times that by 60, that's probably enough bricks to build a pretty decent house. Anyways, I, I, I digress, but I just thought that was kind of an interesting idea. Oh yeah, I can, I can see exactly how much time I'm spending doing these things now. And very easily. And then I can just pay attention according to that. And you can put leisure activities on there too. Like if you find yourself watching a lot of TV, you're playing a lot of video games, you can note that too. And it's not, it's not about getting upset at yourself. It's not about getting frustrated. It's just noticing. I mean, and if you believe that the world was conspiring to do you good, do you want to spend endless time? Like one of the thoughts I had is if I had a choice between being with the girl of my dreams on a tropical beach or playing a video game, what would I choose? Being on the beach with, with uh, the girl of my dreams. Now, that's not exactly on offer right now. So more of my time probably goes into leisure activities. But the things that you really want to do, the things that you feel guided to do, the more time you spend doing those, the more you're going to get your, your, the other things in your life. Like when you start living a really cool life, people just notice, you know, I was listening to that book, the science of getting rich. And you know, I highly recommend it? You guys are welcome to find it on YouTube. It's a, for free. It's a, it's public domain. So you don't even have to feel bad about finding it on YouTube. Um, you know, he, he talks about like the best way to do anything is just go like be an inspiration. You know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly being a... He, he talks about like if you want to help other people be wealthy, you know, don't necessarily study people that are broke. Go out and become wealthy and be an inspiration to the people around you so that they can say, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. And that's where my It's Possible challenge comes from. If I can do it you can do it. Believe in God, believe that he is, believe that in the good things to come in your life. And then start walking forward like Mr. Magoo. And if you want to see some really cool clips, like go look up look at that on YouTube and you'll understand what I'm talking about. So guys, I know this one's kind of been all over the place, but I I think we came to a good place. So go out and do the things that you feel Guided to do. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning. At 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then, that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the it's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.